You are listening to LDS and Loving Life, episode 35. The wind is for us. Are you a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and sometimes feel overburdened, discouraged, and generally not as happy as you'd like to be? If so, welcome. I'm Jordana Thiessen. I am a lifelong member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. I am here to help you use the gospel in the way that I believe it is meant to be used, to bring you joy. Let go of limiting beliefs that bring you down, and welcome empowering beliefs that lift you up. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome everyone to the podcast. I am doing an episode with just me today because of a series of events that made it correct for me to have a day where I canceled my plans. (laughs) And that was the day that I had some interviews scheduled. And so they have been rescheduled and you get to hear the story. And I think this story has so many lessons in it. So many incredible empowering, uplifting things that can be applied to your own life. And it's kind of an uncomfortable story too. (laughs) On Thanksgiving Monday, up here in Canada, I know I've got people not in Canada, so October 9th was, um, was Thanksgiving up in Canada. So we had done a big dinner on Sunday, which was amazing. We had lots of fun. And we had planned that on Monday, our family was going to go to a lake and do some canoeing. And it was going to be a series of lakes that were connected and going up to this camp kitchen that like you have to canoe to. And we were going to roast some marshmallows, have some lunch, and then come back. We were getting everything packed and ready. We made sure to have layers for everyone. My husband said, trust me, everyone's going to want a pillow to sit on. Your butt will thank you. <laughs> he grabbed a couple of the, our camping mats, like the air mattresses that roll up, to be some back support for him. We had food, we had coolers, we had water. We were able to bring one of our kayaks, one of my parents' kayaks that they're lending to us. <laughs> uh, we had a canoe. We... Um, Last minute, my husband grabbed some flashlights, and we had basic first aid things. So we were set. We went out. We were excited. And shortly after we got on the water, well, when we got there, we realized that there was some strong wind, nothing unmanageable, but some steady wind for sure. And my son, Rillian, was in the kayak, and The wind was going the same direction that we were going. And excitedly, he said, I prayed that the wind would be on our side. And (laughs) Jordan and I both were like, yeah, it's going to be challenging coming back, but let's enjoy the wind helping us out while we can. And so the first part of our journey was so nice. It was really beautiful. And we could take little breaks from paddling and, and keep going the way that we were needing to go. And... The first lake, I guess my husband started to wonder, maybe we should head back because it was it was later in the day than than would have been ideal to get started. Um, but he ignored it, 
I didn't think of it. Um, but by the time that we were getting close to the camp kitchen, we didn't know exactly where it was going to be. Uh, it was starting to feel like it would be a good idea to not do the fire. Let's just eat our sandwiches and then turn around and head back because it, it was a bit of a long journey. Anyways, so Jordan and I both felt and had decided let's not do a fire. And then when we told our children, they started to whine. <laughs> and instead of sticking to our guns, we said, okay, fine. We started the fire right away, but the wood was kind of damp. And so it took a little bit of while or a bit of time. And it wasn't the greatest fire anyways, but, but we did it. But then we're like, okay, kids, like we need to go. We need to start going now because <laughs> it was... It was definitely getting to view the sun was starting to lower down. And we're like, we don't want to be out here after dark. <laughs> so um, we get into the canoe and we let the kids um, have some turns just riding in the kayak, which was connected to the canoe. But we knew that there was no way that they could actually kayak back. Plus, we wanted to go as quickly as possible. So we get loaded up. We start heading out. Everyone's got all their gear on because it's getting a little bit later. And we get out to, um, we had kind of a narrow part to get back out to the first lake we needed to go through to return. And so we, we swapped children at the kayak so that um, I think we had really an in first. So he was going to help paddle in the kayak. But then we were digging deep. We were digging deep physically. We were digging deep <laughs> down into willpower because it was challenging the wind was strong the um they weren't waves per se i guess right but it was very choppy water like the top the front of the canoe would go up and you drop down and it was a lot of physical work and we had a buoy that we were aiming towards and this buoy just seemed to never get closer but i noticed as we were going that i was I was definitely feeling some feelings. I noticed the physical sensation in my stomach of the anxiety, some fear, like how like we need to get back before it's dark. This is crazy. Um, so we stop at the first buoy. I like, honestly, I'm holding on to the buoy because it's like reeds to get up to shore. It's far out of our way. And if we don't hold on to something, we're drifting backwards. And so I'm holding on to the buoy while my husband um, helps um, and then we swapped. So Eowyn was in the kayak. But as before we had done that, Eowyn was sitting behind me in the canoe. And we had told the kids, like, Dad and I are just going to row because we just, like, need to not be dealing with, like, small children rowing. But Eowyn, she asked us, like, would it be helpful if I started rowing? We're like, oh, yeah, definitely. And... So she was paddling and I was paddling. And after a couple of minutes, she asked if she could, if I could really notice the difference. It's like, I can't really notice the difference, but I know that you are helping. But then um, I, I made an effort to notice when she was dipping her paddle in and matching hers. And I was like, oh, Eowyn, when we are paddling together, synchronized, I totally noticed the difference. And so we were um, talking about how her her music lessons have been helping her with the rhythm and how that's helping here in our canoeing and then um then we swapped we should have just put all of the kids in the canoe at this point but we didn't <laughs> so Eowyn went into the kayak still attached to us 
but it was a long, hard slog. And as we're going this second part, I just noticed myself feeling so much more anxious, so much more worried. The kids are a little bit worried. I'm like not saying anything because I don't want to freak them out. I tell them like, just keep praying, just keep praying. Like meanwhile, on the inside, I'm like, I am praying nonstop. And we have this peninsula that is uh, what we're keeping in our line of sight to get to. And I'm just like, it's starting to be dusky. I'm like, what? Like, there's no way we're going to finish before dark. Like, that is not even a thing that's possible right now. And that right now we have this peninsula to, to aim towards, but what are we going to do when it's dark? I won't be able to see that far ahead, even with headlamp on. Like, what are we going to do? So I just noticed so much fear. <laughs> and like, I, you know, I was so out of my comfort zone. <laughs> and... Um, because the wind and the waves were so strong, Jordan could not keep us straight on his own. It was supposed to be, you know, the person in the front, you can paddle either side, the person in the back steers. But because the wind and the waves were so strong, it did matter what side I was rowing on. And so he would tell me to swap sometimes, but like by this time the canoe has gone sideways. And so it's so much work to get us going forward again. He kept wanting to like head straight into the wind. So I'm just doing my best to help out with that. So anyway, so we finally get to this peninsula and we do stop. We get everybody into the canoe. We just put the cooler into the kayak, get out the headlamps and the flashlights. Everyone's got gloves and hats and everything. So like we're doing the best we can, but kids are starting to feel a little bit cold. And so we're just like, use the pillows to go on top of you, sit down low on the floor and, um, Jordan like, got his sweater off at one point to put on one of the kids because like Jordan and I were not cold because we were working so hard. But the kids are still feeling nervous. I'm still feeling nervous. And I'm telling them, just just pray, pray that like the wind will stop so that we can get back sooner. And like our family said a prayer. And and we just kept going. So like we got out of that first lake where it was super windy because it was a very wide lake and we I uh, got into that second lake where it was a long lake, but it's a little bit more narrow. So it's definitely still windy and still challenging, but not like that first part where it was like fighting for every single stroke. Anyways, it gets dark and I noticed, okay, these next two things, I'm not sure what came first, but I think probably the one I'm going to talk about is probably what came first. I suddenly noticed that physically I wasn't experiencing those same sensations that came with the fear, with the fear that's the stomach nodding, it's feeling nauseous, it's, um, I feel it a lot in my stomach, <laughs> that's really where I feel it, but I suddenly noticed that's gone and I'm actually feeling peace and our rowing had calmed down, like we weren't we weren't rushing like we had been at that first lake. It was already dark. It was just like, well, this is what we're doing. So it's better to do it correctly than to rush and then get it wrong. So I think that's probably what I noticed first was that I had this feeling of peace. As I had been praying, I was praying. I was like, Heavenly Father, the best thing that you can do for us right now is to make this wind stop or to even have the wind blow us in the direction that we need to go. But I'm going to trust you. And 
really, I meant it. I had so much trust that the Lord was helping us. And we started looking for the good things, especially as our children were feeling nervous and still kind of feeling cold. We're noticing all of the things that we have. Like, let's start looking for the good things. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute here. The second thing that I remember noticing or realizing is the reason why Jordan wanted to head straight into the wind. It's not just so that we wouldn't get tipped over for being sideways. I had this moment and like this was like purely from heaven. (laughs) Going into the wind is how we have our bearing of getting home. If we stay face into the wind, we will get home. And it was just like this huge revelatory moment for me where I realized the wind is for us. The wind is on our side. Thank you. I don't need the clear physical visual marker to aim towards. I just need to feel the wind straight on my face. As soon as it gets a little bit to the side, I swap which side of the canoe I row on until we're straight again. And after that, Jordan didn't need to tell me when to swap. We had, um, sorry, I've got a little bit of a cough. We had way fewer times of getting turned from the wind. We, We just kept going the right way. And we were helping our kids. We were asking them, like, what are, what are some blessings that you guys see right now? They're like, the stars are so beautiful. Like, it was the darkest sky. The, the, the night was so clear. It wasn't close to freezing. Like, it, it had cooled off, but it was nowhere close to freezing. Um, the canoe didn't have a leak. <laughs> and it was a really heavy-duty canoe that's hard to tip. Um, my husband and I weren't fighting. My husband and I also trusted each other. If there were times where I said, hey, we need to go a little bit this way or that way, she was like, okay. And um, there was at one point we had been keeping the left shore kind of as our guide. And there was one point where Jordan said, hey, I think we need to head over closer to the right shore now. And my initial thing was, well, we should probably just keep the same shore. Otherwise, we're going to get lost. But I didn't say that. I made the conscious choice to trust him and his ability to listen to the spirit. And so we moved over closer to the right and it soon became obvious, yes, this is the place where we needed to move over because looking back at how we came in, <clears throat> that, was, that was where we were. We were so grateful for the blessings of there being uh, periodic buoys because once the light hit the buoys, it was like, ah, oh, we're going the right way for sure. <laughs> Um, we're so grateful for Jordan's experience with canoeing to know to bring pillows for comfort because the pillows became a way to help protect the children from the cold. We were grateful that Jordan had the experience of um, using those camping mats for back support because then those became windbreaks for the kids. And it was so interesting because like looking back, like, oh, well, why didn't we think of this right at the first and this right at the first? Like it was really line upon line. So finally we realized, hey, all four kids, you need to be in the same section of canoe so that you can share your body heat more effectively. And then uh, one of the mats 
was there for my older kids to lean against in the second and then they all like had pillows under and over them and then the second camping mat was more over them for that wind protection so so our kids were safe like we were not worried about about them being too cold even though they weren't super comfortable necessarily but they were okay and we just we just found so many blessings we found so many blessings in um the world around us in heavenly father really actually knowing what was best for us it was pretty humbled right like when i was praying the best thing that you can do for us is to make the wind stop but i'm gonna trust you he knew what was best for us that wind was our compass we had no way to know where to go without it and i am just so grateful and so humbled that the lord would help us and here's another thing that i really love and we and we we were so open with our children about all of this we told them dad and i both felt like we should not do the fire and we chose to do the fire anyways and it's not your fault kids you just did what kids do of course you would be disappointed not to have a fire but dad and i made the choice to ignore that prompting we would not have made it back before dark even if we hadn't done the fire i don't think i'm quite confident but we would have been further along with light for sure so and I told the kids, like, this is part of what helps me know that God is perfect. We are so imperfect. We are not great at following promptings all the time. And he still is going to bless us. There was, I was experiencing guilt for building the fire, for sure. But it's also so cool that I was also really confident that the Lord was still going to lead us and still protect us and guide us. And as Jordan and I were talking on the way home, another thing that we realized is that he had this big long rope that we didn't end up using. He said, if we did end up needing to, to stay out in the bush or go back to this camp kitchen, which was a, a beautiful setup, like we could have left the cooler in the kayak and I could have used this big long rope to secure the kayak to the land, but have the kayak be far out in the waters. So like that would be our bear cache. And so <laughs> the Lord had prepared us for every scenario. We had the flashlights, we had the layers, we had the pillows, we had the rope, we had the mats. And another super cool thing is we physically didn't have room to bring two canoes. And that was something that the kids were super upset about. But then everyone saw the blessing of there being only one canoe. Or sorry, not one canoe, one kayak. We were always bringing one canoe. We had originally planned two kayaks, but we were only able to bring one. We made it home. We made it home safely. And the amount of gratitude that I felt and the amount of humility that I felt was astronomical. And it still is. And I take my home for granted a lot, right? But I find myself being so extra grateful for it. So like at the most random times. 
And this whole experience, I tell people, I'm like, it's not what I want to do again. <laughs> but we did it. We, we had a really unifying experience as a family. We had a really spiritual experience as a family. And our children got to experience doing a hard thing and doing it with the Lord's help. Um, another cool blessing is that on our way in, um, both Eowyn and Rillian were, were done with the kayak. It's like, oh, well, I can kayak, and Jordan can just be the one steering the canoe when we were on our way out. And so the kayak's really easy. So my arms weren't sore when it was time to head out. As soon as we got off the lake, just before 9 o'clock at night, <laughs> my arms were so sore. But I was so blessed with, number one, the understanding that I can't quit. I just have to keep going. Otherwise, it's going to be worse. And with the physical ability just to go, Jordan didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. I had no question that I would be able to do it. But I also know that I was so blessed in that. So just so many lessons. So I titled this podcast about the wind was for us or on our side because initially I thought it wasn't, but it really was. What, what else do we go through in life where the thing that we think is against us is actually the thing that's on our side? Is it having your budget be really tight? Is it an addiction? Is it a family member struggling? Is it losing a job? Is it losing a loved one? Whatever it is, I promise you that it can totally become a thing that ruins your experience, that drags you down, that pulls you down. But it's equally, if not more true, that this could be a thing that is for you, that is to give you the, the strength, the direction to go exactly where you need to go. And you may pray for it to be gone, but if you also say, but I'm going to trust you, Heavenly Father, be open to receiving the answer as to, to why it is. Why won't you stop the wind? Oh, this is actually exactly what I need. I promise that you'll find it. And what I love, just combining this, this thought work and being aware of your emotions with all of this, is that you can, you can recognize what you're feeling and not be mad at yourself for it. And so then you can get through those emotions and you can recognize the things that you're believing. It's like when I recognized I was feeling a lot of fears because I physically noticed what was going on inside my belly, all those sensations. And so then I was able to recognize like, oh yeah, like I'm having all of these thoughts, like I'm not going to be able to know where to go, like <laughs> worst case scenario, right? <laughs> and, and then I could 
just be okay with knowing that that's how I was feeling instead of trying to stop feeling it. I like, I let myself feel fear and I was open to promptings from the spirit. And then I got to peace. How incredible that being out on a lake at night (laughs) with my children, I can feel peace. Wow. I was miles out of my comfort zone and I felt peace. You can experience this too. And honestly, I feel like sometimes the physical challenges are easier than the mental and emotional challenges and spiritual challenges. But I'm excited to apply this into my life because, I, because the Lord is there in all of it. So anything can be a spiritual experience. And I just, I would love to hear from everyone. What, what is a hard thing that you have gone through? Or then you're able to see how it helped you. Or what is a hard thing you're going through right now? And maybe how has this podcast episode opened your mind or inspired you to find a way that maybe this hard thing is for you? Thanks for listening to my story, everyone. And don't worry, mom, we made it home safe. (laughs) Obviously. And... Okay, one more thing I do want to say. That night when we got home, everyone slept really, really well, except for me. (laughs) Because now that I was home, I had all of the time to go through the what-if experiences (laughs) and like feel all of that fear and anxiety again. And even in there, I recognized here's another opportunity that I can actually just express gratitude to the Lord that those things didn't happen. Did some meditating processing feelings and it's good now so if this has sparked any sort of what if things for you that is also an opportunity to turn to the lord all right everyone have a great week thanks for joining me today if you found this episode helpful or interesting in any way i would love for you to share it with others rate it and leave a review I offer one-on-one coaching for people just like you. If you want a coach who values and understands how important your faith is in dealing with your personal struggles, I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for a try-it-out session today at youarelimitless.ca. See you soon.